genre. Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Tim Garcia. And we are back for another Banth episode, which I think is probably not going to be as long as our normal Banth episodes because Star Wars Celebration was only like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, something like that. So I don't have a ton of news, Tim. I don't have a ton of right, news. Right. But every time we do this, I feel like we talk for like an hour and a There's half. Always, so. Yeah, you're right. There, we're going to have, there's always going to be more stuff to talk about. Um... What have you been up to before we even get into news? Well, um, with air quotes, because it's late stuff at this point. Yeah, we're very late, uh, which is my fault. Uh, uh, you know, I no, no, no. Oh, I didn't even mean it that way. Yeah, I just no, no, meant no. that, like, I know, the news facts me I out. have are from two weeks ago, Tim. Oh, no. Uh, well, we have one that's, like, from today. Today. Right? That's true. Um, we do have something from today. As of, we'll as of recording. Um, we should make that last. Let's put uh, that As end. far as what I've been up to, I feel like you know because we've been talking for 30 minutes about Red, <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, all, I'm going to put a lot of that in the post pod. No, don't, you, you don't like, have to put. No, you. we should release that separately for our uh, oh, Red Dead oh, Redemption 2 yeah. podcast. We'll go drop that over there and start yeah. that. No, stop it. Don't do it. I don't need <laughs> I have no time for another podcast. No. Too. You just no. You should ta- you should really confuse people and be like, you tack it on the end of your baseball podcast, you know, and be like, hey, listen Here's to my the other thing podcast. Is I know that the baseball people that listen to that podcast would be okay with that content. But no, but here's I do the thing: is you need shit there all the time. But you need to tell them that, like, hey, look, I do this other Star Wars podcast with my friend Tim. Here's a bit of it, and then Tim, just talk. They know. But no, but then you just drop me and you talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 for 30 minutes. <laughs> Instead of Star Wars? <laughs> that, you know, I could probably get away. You know, I could probably get away with that. I could maybe do that. Yeah. Uh, um, that pod, that pod is very silly all the time. Like I said before the pod, um... The most recent episode of that podcast that I edited, the intro music was at the 30 minute mark. So that's Good. how that shit goes sometimes. Good. Yeah. Red Dead. You've been playing a lot of Red Dead. A I lot hate. of Red Dead. Um, I'm done with it, though. Um, let's see. As what far as Star now? Wars, though, I just bought Fallen Order 2 again on PlayStation as opposed to PC because um, it was on sale. It was under $10. Um, oh, that's legit. So uh, I figured I might play that. I've still been working on KOTOR. I have I the Darth that. Vader I'm comic so bad, that I'm dude. still working through. And other than that, um, following on Twitter, my new favorite Twitter account, <gasps> which we we talked about you... in the Discord. Uh, shout out to about the Ewok Dulux. Shout out to at Endor Dulux. Endor Dulux. I love the Dulux. They are, they are the best. They only have a hundred followers. They make me laugh every time they tweet because they tweet so in character good. as Dulux from Endor. Which, yes. Um, My favorite tweet from them is a riff on the sand discussion from attack of the clones 
uh, talking about why they hate the do why they hate the Ewoks. <laughs> and I'm gonna see if I can find it really fast because well, there, it wasn't that long. Ago. While you're looking for that, the entire account is literally just in character as Dulocs from the Ewok show that we talked about last episode. Yes. And they must yes. have an alert anytime anyone talks about the animated Ewoks. Yeah, podcast. they responded immediately. They responded very quickly after we posted about our episode. And they were literally just like, I hope you have good things to say about us. And we were like, hell yeah, we love the we love the Dulocs. Uh, yeah. And the Dulocs like, did nothing wrong. The Dulocs absolutely did nothing. I mean, they, they, a little vandalism, but, you know, nothing that they wasn't deserved. Um, but yeah, uh, but they're great. They always post about, you know, being Dulocs and being how Dulux. they love being in a swamp and how the Ewoks suck. Um, so, yeah, they're, I had to give a shout out to them just because they've. That account has caused me so much joy for the last like I should two just weeks. include I should just include their Twitter in the episode description. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just Endor Dulux. Yeah, at Endor underscore. No, no it's just no Endor Dulux. There's no underscore. Endor Dulux. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. I am not seeing the tweet I was looking for and I don't feel like scrolling back even further. So I'm going to give up and I'll deal with it later. And if you'll find it in the episode description, that's because I did that work. Yeah. Not here. But they're so, fun. Yeah. I was glad they um, tweeted at us. I was really delighted that you were the 94th follower. Yeah. And um, have you noticed, but besides uh, that account aside, have you noticed an uptick in like the mentions of that show in media? Do you think it's just like a uh, recency bias type thing or like. I because... mean, there is certainly a. Are we looking for it? It's in our cog. It's in our. I don't know the word I'm looking for. Yeah, it's like the front of our brain. Yeah, we talked about it recently. This is like. There's a tweet I saw a long time ago that was about how, like, every time someone buys a Saturn, all of a sudden, everybody seems to have a Saturn. Like, when you buy a certain car, you all of a sudden notice everybody else on the road that has your car. Like, I, I feel like that's not applicable to me because I drive a car that's very common. And I even before I was sure. I was, but I, I, I was think like, there's also an there. element of like once you've opened the door to be looking for this thing, you're gonna find it. But like, maybe it's the secret, Tim. Season, the most recent season of Stranger Things. <gasps> yes, features how did an Ewok intro. You're right. You're not. You're not of wrong. the Ewoks. The, the, the very song that we yeah. sang. Plays on last week's episode, in an episode of Stranger Things season four. You're, you are correct. Like that's pretty big. That is. That and is remember pretty big. when we Stranger did the Stranger Things is pretty big. But do you remember when we did the um, Star Wars Christmas album? Yes. And Hawkeye was playing at the time, and they had and a they song. Played... Tim, I think I think Hollywood. I think we're just trendsetters. Just I think we just us. yeah, we're just in sync with the times. We know what's up. Yeah. 
I'm surprised. I mean, there, I'm sure there was some sort of pop culture How that we didn't watch. How long until people start talking about Zane? It's That's, been I like was a about year to say no. It, mu- it must have happened while we were doing it. It was just on some show that we don't watch. <laughs> we just don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're we're not necessarily watching the pop we're, culture that yes. others. Yes. Because I haven't watched the most recent season of Stranger Things. It was good, though. I only watched half of season three. No, I mean, I watched season one and two also. I think season I didn't three just watch... was the weakest season of Stranger Things, but we don't have to talk about that here because this is a Star Wars podcast. Tim. It is. Um, but yeah. But yeah, what about you, Gary? Have you been up to any Star Wars? Uh... Not particularly. I'm still very slowly, very slowly making my way through um, Star Wars Brotherhood, which is by Mike Chen. That's the Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, early Clone Wars book that came out a few months ago. There have been some cool stuff. I've been seeing some cool stuff on Twitter about it. Stuff I have, like, everything I've read of the book I've enjoyed. I'm just, it's just taking me a long time because I've been busy. Right. Um... Also, I know that the new Mike Chen, uh, not Mike Chen, uh, Adam Christopher book, um, Secrets of the Sith, I think is what it's called, comes out next week. And we just got those books into the bookstore, but I don't think I'm going to be able to start that anytime soon. However, I do think I talked about it briefly before because there was an excerpt that came out a few months ago in which Luke is meditating on the stone on Tython that we see Grogu on in Mandalorian, and he ends up, like, on Exegol and meets Force Ghost Luke, uh, Anakin. Force Ghost right. Anakin. Yeah, I remember, I remember we talked about that. So um, that book is coming. First of all, it's it was kind of out. space wormhole, like yeah. in um, Dark Dark uh, Empire. Yes, yes, it was kind of, kind of wormhole. Mm. It's also, like... I'm pretty sure it's like a like an astral projection kind of thing. I think his body's still on Typhon. I don't think it's a teleportation thing. But I don't know. I To be fair, I have no idea what the space wormhole really was in Dark Empire. Could you imagine if he was projecting himself the whole time? Like there's a whole bit about in him Dark fake Empire? projecting himself. Yeah, fake projecting himself no, no, to no, go no, home. No, 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 cuz we see like Leia. a physical thing come and get him. Yeah. In the comic. That's true. That is true. We do see, like, that weird Sith storm cloud, I guess. I don't know yeah. how that worked. Star Wars is weird sometimes, you guys. I don't know it's if you weird know a this. lot of the time. It's a weird a lot it's of It's just time. weird. It's different. Oh, weird my different goodness. People. Okay, sorry. I'm going to change mm-hmm. topics. Speaking of Star Wars. Okay, this is a very silly way to make this transition. But mm-hmm. speaking of Star Wars being weird sometimes. We got a new trailer today. We did. Yesterday. That is Star Wars, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. Right. And the thing I didn't think I was going to talk about from this trailer that I'm going to talk about is there are tropical porgs in this trailer. Um, They're like colored like parrots. I remember that. They're like. Do you think they are native? Are there different... Or are they on vacation with face paint? Gosh, I don't know which I prefer here. Yeah. Uh, both are fun. But I think 
I think the existence of different fla- flavors of pork is very fun to me. I I kind of want I kind of want the tropical pork. So, um we're we're both from San Diego. We are both from San Diego. Uh in a community of San Diego called Ocean Beach. Uh-huh. There's like whole packs of parrots. Yes. That live in Ocean Beach. Obviously not native. They no. didn't grow up there. But they're literally just people's pets that have, like, just kind of formed a flock and they're super loud. Um, and... they might, they might just actually be weird natives at this point because the earliest uh, articles about these parrots are talking about Pasadena parrots from 20, 2007. Like, I think parrots have been native to Southern California for a while because of this trend of people losing track of their pet parrot. That's that's my point. But the original but parrots are not from here. I don't know how long parrots live, but, but my, it, so they my, are but now native. Not the reason I'm bringing this point. Well, yeah, now, obviously my, my point, the reason I'm bringing it up is I feel like some colonists brought some porgs from another planet, left them on this. Are we blaming Chewy for this? Not Chewy in particular, but Chewy type, uh, tourists. I mean, we know, we know that porgs left Octo on the Falcon because. Right, 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 right. But um, because Palpatine's in this and That's Vader's true. in this, I... it's, you know, so, but I, I don't think we can specifically okay. blame Chewie, but I think we can blame. Uh, That's true. You're correct. Um, That type of migration. They do um, have, there is a bit of a frame story here. My understanding is that like Finn gets separated from the crew on the Halcyon and ends up meeting force ghosts of oh, people from the past. That's the other thing. They are the ones telling. He sees force ghost Obi Wan, but he's that Obi Wan's not the only one, according to this article, that he encounters. That's the other thing. They're on the Halcyon. They're on the Halcyon, aka the uh, Galactic Star Galactic Cruiser. Star Cruiser. Yep. Uh, ship that is um, everyone's all- favorite resort for a uh, nominal fee. I'm pretty sure nominal. I'm pretty <laughs> sure the Beth Revis um, the courtship of Princess Leia book that's coming out is like also has ties to the Halcyon. Well, the that they conveniently made the Halcyon like an old cruise ship that's been going since the High Republic era. Yeah. So, but like, think about that. So we're thirty years. What ABY. if the Titanic never sank? Do you think people would still be bro, sailing the Titanic today, bro? Le- no, no, no. You're you're not Sorry. thinking far enough back. Sorry. Okay, you're we're right. Thirty years, ABY. Uh-huh. High Republic era is 200 BBY. That's true. So 230 years old cruise ship. So that is 17. That's a cruise ship from 1790. We could ride the Queen Mary. This is the Queen Mary. Listener. Bro, 
It's even older. Is it even older than that? When is the, the Queen, Queen Mary? Mary? I don't know. That feels like 200 years ago to me. No. When did the Queen Mary open? I'm looking it up right now. Uh, the Queen Mary. 1936. They, yeah, you're like not even 100 years. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, uh, yeah, because I was thinking we're st- that's steam power. Years ago. We're pre-steam power at that point. It's. <laughs> is this the Mayflower? <laughs> That's too far. Mayflower. That's too far. Um, um, what? We're we're talking like early, like early American Navy. If there even the is the Queen one. Anne's Revenge. Um, a little bit younger because that would have been during That's the Golden Age of Piracy. That's seventeen ten. Yeah. Right. Golden Age of Piracy was the early 1700s. Really only lasts about five years. How crazy is that? Um, basically okay, that's 312 years. So maybe that's a little older than little older, the Halcyon. But you're thinking the same, like, tech of ships. Yeah, I'm thinking of, like, like, old wooden sail sailing ships. Yeah. Like the kind that took months to cross the, the, uh, the Atlantic. Yeah. Um... Like, yeah, like well, maybe tw- 20 years older. Uh, yeah, about the like the USS Constitution. OK, that's the that's the closest I can think of. Because that was the, that was the uh, mid 1790s. Okay. So sure, that works for that's still so funny to me. Like, but that's like, the also, type of cruise ship. We that know everyone's... Star Wars tech doesn't progress particularly quickly. Because droids like R2-D2 are still efficient during the time of the First Order. Or, um... Uh, I will what say... What is that droid's name the from droids... Huang, Who's been around for hundreds oh, of yeah. years? Taking people to Ilum to he's get their got kyber some crystals? Sort of, he's got some sort of kyber tech in him, though, for sure. I mean, why else would you make a Time Lord the voice of this character? Well, let's not get too meta, but I don't know. But he's definitely got some sort of kyber tech in him. Like I he's mean, got almost certainly kyber crystal stuff happening. I love that. I want more about him. Yeah, I mean anything Bring back to get David, David Tennant in, in something. Yeah. Um. But no, I don't know. Um. He's coming back to Doctor Who. That's not our podcast. Go listen to the Doctor's Companion. Folks. Yeah, for sure. Cass, Nick, and Scott are doing a good job over there. Always. Um, but yeah. All three of them are great. Really? Um, but yeah, anyway, um, I don't know. I just think it's very funny anytime, like, because I feel like Star Wars is very quick to, like, throw around, like, this was so long ago. But then it's like, imagine that if Here's that was actually the case, like, let's put this in real years. years ago. Yeah, it's like you're literally using this. I mean, even using R2 in Force Awakens would be like using a computer from 1985. Well, I mean, like the thing about. No, R- even older than that, right? It's so worse he was brand that. new because, 70 yeah. years ago. Yeah. So he's like, from yes, 1950. He was around during the new, like a new hope. But then all of a sudden it turns out, no, he was there for Phantom Menace. Like, so Star Wars, so R two D two in and C three PO for that matter, both of them um, are basically just are basically boomers. They're old. 
old. So they're wait. older. Do we think R two's older than three PO? I never thought about that. Oh, R two's definitely. Old. I think R two's definitely older than three PO. Well, I think R two. The only probably... thing is, I don't because know. The only thing is, is do does I don't think his appearance on the Naboo starship is the first time R two did anything. But dude, like, I feel I don't like think he was brand new then. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also, I don't know how. I'm long just thinking Anakin they could just get new three PO. They could just get new droids like a lot on that ship. So I don't know. They could. Everything on that ship looks brand new, so it's hard to tell. It's very, um, it is very hard to tell. Um, and they immediately, yeah, he's out there for one engagement, and they immediately make the queen clean him up. Like, well, she's cleaning him up to cover her as that she's yes, not the queen. But also, but also, like, are there people whose who job do you think, do you think the queen after every time they go outside? Probably. Probably it seems weird to Maybe. me more it seems more weird Maybe. to me the handmaid a queen's handmaid that would be her job. Seems like yeah, a mechanic's yeah. job or like someone in engineering. I you know. wonder if like this implies to me that Padme was like, I need to get closer to the other people on the ship and this is a good way to do that. Yeah. That seems more like what it was. Yeah. Um Although I do like the idea that the whoever is acting queen that day gets to bitch Padme around. Ah. Uh. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's always Sabe, and I love her. <laughs> uh, if anyone has read the uh, E.K. Johnson Queen's trilogy, uh, Queen's Shadow, Queen's Peril, Queen's Hope, um, lots of very good Padme and Handmaiden content happening there. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then you think about the fact that Sabe's Kira Knightley, and it's like, why... Have you never shown up again? I I need you here, please. Dude, what if she was um they just make it so that Sabe was uh acting Padme for the rest of the trilogy? And so she was actually Padme's really alive because Sab no, no, no. Yeah, and Sabe had Sabe is Luke and That would be amazing though. No, it'd be awful. It'd be so bad. It'd be terrible, but also yeah, no. Uh, I need at least a Star Wars what if. I don't what have if, more Star Wars What If, but there is more non-canon Star Wars coming. We didn't talk about this when we did our Star Wars Celebration um, recap, but we're getting more Star Wars Visions. There's another season of Visions coming. Oh, uh, we did briefly talk about it, but yeah. We briefly talked about it. I just have a little bit more detail that I didn't know last time. Which is that it's not just going to be Japanese anime studios. Uh, the second season is going to be bringing together stories from creative teams in Japan, India, the UK, Ireland, Spain, Chile, France, South Africa, and California. So Wait, and California? All, and Cal- it's, it literally says, and California in the United States, as if people <laughs> don't know. Um, so we're going to be getting... We're going to be getting new vision stories from studios all over the world, which is interesting. So it's not just going to be strictly anime stories necessarily. Right. I mean, maybe it will be. I don't know. But I can't imagine that, like, all of these places have anime studios. I think it's going to be different kinds of animation production companies working on all of the other things that are coming. It's not going to happen until spring 2023, so we've at least nine months 
before we see any of this content. Yeah, I just um, want them to release those those sick ass posters that they did for the last. Uh, yeah, those I love those posters for each of the episodes yeah. from so the first good. visions. They're so good. And then if we want to take the visions content a little bit uh, a little bit further, um, Takashi Okazaki, who was the creative director and um, concept artist on The Duel, the first episode of yeah. Star Wars Vision Season 1, is going to be doing a comic uh, based on the Ronin, which is going to be Didn't interesting Didn't we already because... talk about this? I feel like we talked about this like months ago. Uh, we talked about Ronin because there's a book. Emma Mieko Candon wrote a book about the Ronin. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but I think this is a different story and presumably it's going to take place even earlier in time because I think the Ronin story's done after that book. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. I do really love that version of the Star Wars universe. I think the prospect of Vision's gives us room to play with non-canon stories, and I really hope that it extends outwards further as time goes on. Yeah, um, so we well, the first, like, Disney-published non-canon stuff is that uh, certain point-of-view stuff. I mean, excluding the Lego stuff. I think um, certain point-of-view... I actually don't know if certain point-of-view is supposed to be canon um, It can't be canon. There's, there's so many stories in there that contradict each other, like, even within the book. Oh, oh okay. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, I haven't actually read those. So I um, they're fun. Excited. They're super fun. Because uh, they they're delightful. not canon doesn't, seem, doesn't mean they're not fun. But um, no. we should do a couple of those. That'd be fun. We should do a couple of those. I would be super um, down for that. Um, speaking of, sorry, Star Wars Publishing... Uh, they did announce recently adding to the Star Wars Essential Legends collection is coming the first Revan book. Uh, the uh, One of the Old Republic books called Deceived, which I don't know what series it's part of, but it's Paul S. Kempt. And then the fourth Rogue Squadron book from Michael Stackpole, The Back to War, also now being included in the Essential Legends collection. So... <laughs> Will be interesting to see what those, if those have any influence. I have not read. Guessing most of the it's just stuff, we're like, getting a new Kotor. What's we're getting a Rogue Squadron movie. We're getting like I don't we, know. I th- it seems I'm like just going tie-ins. to always. I'm always going to be a little proponent of Essential Legends because, like, it's not a big deal. But we brought the Mace Windu book Shatterpoint into Essential Legends. And then Star Wars Brotherhood came out and immediately talks about Mace Windu's power, the Shatterpoint. Like, it is now canon. Like, that concept is canon again, even if that specific story is not. (laughs) So, like, they are drawing from these pretty directly in a way that I think are going to influence future stories. I don't know. Like, I saw a quote in Brotherhood. uh, Spoilers for Brotherhood. Not really. Yeah. Um, but that they mention Anakin talking with Ajunta Paul, um, who is uh, Cal Kestis's yes. uh, um, bro, basically his his uh, yeah. master. And like, oh, and then he saw his red haired apprentice, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if I'm like, oh, thank God, you know, like, oh, thank God I played Fallen Order, so I could get this reference. Yeah, you know, no, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Like, I think essential is a strong word. Yeah. But I do like knowing 
what sources people who are writing current canon are drawing from. Yeah. I I think it's an interesting look at I like just how think, collaborative storytelling works. To me, I just think they're just like, oh, people, these are some of the more famous ones. These are some because of the more famous ones. There's so these many are just... ones. I think it's more of a these are ones they're referencing thing. See, and I, I know you do, but to me, I'm just like, eh, people like these ones. And we need a way to, like, differentiate between all the freaking, there's so much crap. That's there's a lot. Absolute crap. From the last, what, 20, 30 years? No, don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm not saying that everything Disney puts out is great. No, yeah, um, no. Like, they, we... like I always just say, it's like, they got rid of old, crappy, you know, uh, kind of like, really not great stories. These are the diamonds in the rough. It's, and then, but then, and then they replaced them. But they, but to me, they replaced them with like new crappy, not that great. <laughs> you know, like it's just yeah, like oh, that's it's fair. Just, it's just that's like fair. it's kind of like the same quality, um, with not you know the few exceptions. Yeah. Um, I love Dark Disciple. I think we've talked about that. Man, we um, should talk about Dark Disciple on. Like, I'd have to reread it. Um, yeah. Same. Just to make me sure. too. Um, and then oh you my know, god, I especially. Liked, the- I liked the first two thirds of, uh, what is it, um, Lords of the Sith. Oh yeah. Um, and then I think I thought I thought it kind of fizzled out, and like I really love uh, my um, actually friend of the show Kevin Wright. Sure. Um, uh, he's been on our uh, holiday special podcast. Kevin's um, a good dude. We he's a good him dude. Back. Um, but we um, no, let's not bring him back. Uh, um, <laughs> never no. again sorry kevin never. yeah really great guy uh never gonna be on the show again stricken um, from the archives no. you don't exist anymore wow uh, <laughs> wow that's a little too much gary easy i don't know easy. you started this no 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 you took it you took it to another level um <laughs> but no uh he was talking he's reading sorry, uh, kevin, love you <laughs> he's Go reading on. the uh second uh, High Republic book. So uh-huh. I was kind of revisiting it. Yeah, Rising Storm. Uh, so I was kind of revisiting it in my memory, talking to him about it. Um, and like, that's a great book. That was a really good. I really liked that book. I think Rising Storm might have been my favorite. It's of... easy. It, it To me, it's easily the best of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a great book. Good story. Cool characters. Wish they had done stuff with them. It's yeah. <laughs> it's it's very strange how to just like oh Panetta Lorna D we're just gonna passing the baton is hard. I think it's well. It's weird because they like when they started this whole thing, they went through this whole like oh look, they're all on this retreat and like they're all like well, planning and, everything like, out and like there's after a whole... talking to them at yeah. celebration. My understanding is that they are still in like pretty direct contact. There's like a group chat that is popping off all the time. Between uh-huh. the, 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 I mean, it's now like nine or ten of them because they're bringing in new authors for phase two. But, right. like, my understanding is that they're all, like, consulting with each other pretty often. The thing is that, like, they're still an isolated group because they're just talking about the stuff that they're working on right, right. now. Yeah, but oh. it's just, like I said, like, it's so weird to me that they, they made this big deal about, like, the retreat they went on and how they planned everything. And yeah. they have, like, phase one pretty much, like, figured out. And then we get it, and it's very much like, 
All right. Well, I kind of get that, like, the first book is an Avar Chris book. The second book is an Elzar Man book. And the third book is a Stellan Geos book. Like, I can, I kind of see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but it's not super defined. But also, like, I feel like they do a lot with, like, um, to set up uh, Martian or Markion or however you pronounce it um, in the first book. And then the second book's more like internal politics of the Nihil with Lorna D and Panada and all that. And it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then they do your little audio drama that we, that, you know. The Lorna D backstory that yeah. literally has no effect on the and, plot. And then they just drop her. It's so sad. It's the, the, the presumption is that she's just out there somewhere leading Avar on a goose chase. Right. While everything is happening in Fallen Star, and, which. And same with Panada. Like, we, we leave Panada oh, in a great. I, I think position. I think Panada's dead. He's after after I think, Lorna Dean. I think audio? Lorna. I think Lorna did away with Panada, but I don't know. If he, that's no, true. he's in. Um, Is he? Does he show he's up? He's briefly in, uh, Fallen, in Star? Uh, Fallen Star. Um, I believe. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can. No, he's still alive. Yeah, he might still be around. But like, I um, I feel like I feel like. I don't think Panada is going to last long. <laughs> I think he has to. I think you got to leave him. Um, I do love as a as a dotin as a dotin. I want more of his species. He's like a no, big guy. I, I don't he's think like you a, can kill. I don't think you can kill Panada. No, nah, he's still he is. No, 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 no. Wikipedia says. Born. 431 BBY died. 231 BBY. I think he's dead. Well, let's not go any further than, and we'll not spoil anything else, but apparently he's dead per per Wikipedia. And now that you say it, I think I might remember something, but. um, Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was in that Lorna D audio drama. No, I think it happened. It must have happened in Fallen Star. Yeah, but uh, if it did, it happened like first couple pages i feel like but i don't Rest remember to... no i i think it happened i think it happened in the i think it happened in the tempest runner book okay anyway. uh, which is weird because 90 percent. you know we talked about we talked about the dooku book right right and like so much of that book was like behind the frame story of um Ventress. Ventress like consuming these these letters and journals and things. Right, right, right. And I think that the Tempest Runner book works the same way where like there's stuff happening in the present, but ninety five percent of the book takes place in the past. Okay. And so I th- I think Panada's death was a passing it happened. It's so weird. Why would you do it like that? In the frame, like, yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Literally every here's, single here's reference the on the I feel on like you the can thing is from this book. I feel like you can funnel Star Wars fans, right? Yeah. There's so like the biggest cross section of Star Wars fans, like almost a hundred percent, are people who watch the movies, right? 
Like, yeah. if it's not 100%, it's like 99 point something percent of Star Wars fans watch every movie that is released. And then... Uh, I think you could... I don't want to, like, further subdivide you. But I think that you could even split this further into, like, the people who only watch each movie once when it comes out. And then the people who are, like, fans of the movies who revisit the movies. Because, okay, like... sure. For for my intents and purposes, think of, like, that's, my it's mom. not important, really. I always think of, like, my mom and right. how my mom fits into fandom. Right. My for for my for my intents and purposes for what I'm trying to get at here, it's sure. not that's not important. Okay. Um go ahead. So the next category is gonna be live action TV shows. Uh-huh. And like a good chunk of the people who watch the movies are gonna watch those live action TV shows. Um if not even more people, like some like some people who don't watch the movies might watch The Mandalorian. I've met a few people who were like, you That's know, I'm not really into the movies, but I love I thought The Mandalorian was great. Um, so I, I like, you know, I'm not saying yeah, more, there's I mean, a, sure a higher amount, but there are some people who don't fit in that initial Venn diagram that do now come over here. Uh, but I do think that there's way more people who watch the movies and don't watch Mandalorian than there are those additionals. The other anyway, way around. Um, and then you get the cartoons, right? Those are after sure. Um, so you get like you know like Rebels and and Clone Wars and all that because do you think there's plenty... an age thing that happens here? Yes, sure. Um, I I think that's I'd be naive to think no. Like the the median age of the watchers of these things aren't decreasing. But yeah. then I think it'll go back up when I get to the people who read the books. Sure. I feel like now, do you think there's a bigger audience for the books, or the comics? That's where I'm. No, no. In fact, if I'm going to be honest, like I don't. We don't sell the trade paperbacks very but often. But also people don't go to. For comics. For, for, comics. for comics. And so, also, there is a live service to read the comics. There's not there a live a, service to read the There is a live service book. to read the comics. And also, comics are coming out with new content all the time. Right. Right? Where you might get a handful of new books every three to six months, um, which, like, is a big content drop all at once. But if you're a book reader, like, that might last you a couple weeks right. if you're taking your time with it uh a weekend if you're just gonna be the kind of person who's like i'm gonna sit down and read this today right um so i do think the comics probably have a bigger readership than the books do okay i don't know if that's true but like coming from someone who sells star wars books I think comics are an easier sell as a, like, here you can spend $3 and read about these two so, characters for five minutes. May not be super analogous because of when they've been released, but do you uh -huh. think there are more people who know who Dr. Afra is or Avar Chris? Ooh. Because one's Ooh. a person who's only been in the comics and one's a person who's only been in the books. Oh, you know what? We'll say even L e either of the three. If I said Avar, Chris, Elzar, Man, Stellan, Gios. Hey, can I break this? Uh, can I break this down a little bit further? Yeah. 
there's also people who just listen to the audio stuff. And the Dr. Afro book is an audio book original the way that Dooku Jedi Lost was and uh, Lorna D. Te- uh, Lorna D. Yeah. Tempest Runner was. So, like, there are people who will buy the Delilah Dawson Dr. Afro book, even though it's a script, because they listened to Dr. Afro. Um, but I don't think people are Do picking up Dr. Afro if they haven't. I don't think people are picking up Dr. Afro yeah. if they haven't read any comics. Like, yeah. no one's picking up her script book as their first encounter of the character. Right. So I do think I do think the comics are probably getting more attention than the books. But like again, I don't see numbers. This is just from like Yeah, how I, I I'm just also just guessing too. Yeah. But like this makes sense to me. I think it's way easier to drop four dollars on a comic book than it is to drop eighteen on a paperback. Right. So then we can go to books and then Brooks, you can break down the adult novels and the young adult novels. And I think more people read kids books and picture books. More people read the adult books and the young adult novels than they would just the young adult, you know. Um, So anyway, my point is you kind of have a hierarchy just by like the way we said it. Yes. Not necessarily canon, but yes, canon. Like, you're more likely to overwrite something that happened in one of the lower canons with a higher canon. Sure. Than you would with a lower canon overwriting something that happened above it. Like, you wouldn't have a comic book saying something in a movie didn't happen. Um, yeah, you're right. You wouldn't have something in a, in a comic saying something in a movie didn't. Whereas, like, you can very easily point at the E.K. Johnson Ahsoka novel and be like... Hey, the Siege of Mandalore stuff is not the same as what happened right. in season but seven. Because, Wars. But because the cartoon is a higher, the it's a higher hierarchy it's a higher, than the book. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's I agree easy with you. To, because there's more people that have seen it, right? Um, so I Canon guess I'm just saying what is more about people who engage with it, right? Than it is about like the rule writ by Disney or whatever. Yeah, I agree with that too. Um, yeah. So I think what I'm, what, one of the things I'm trying to get at is like the characters in these different like levels. Yeah. I'm interested to see which ones will jump between the levels. Yeah. Um, we can see Dave Filoni trying to pull, characters he's done in animation into live action which is fascinating to me right we're getting sabine we're getting hera and chopper presumably i hope we get zeb but i'm like really worried that he's just not gonna show up um Um, yeah i would love zeb though um i would love zeb though how how could you how would you put together the entire rebels crew and not bring in zeb like even if it was just like, I've got a family now. I can't do this. You know, it'd be I so need, funny. I need Zeb seven, I need seven, I need seven Callus to be together still. Yeah, I ship them I love too. them. I ship them so hard. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like, there's definitely a hierarchy, right? Because like, as far as I'm aware, 
the the franchise as a whole primarily is going to exist, is going to make the most money, is going to be the most successful when it can produce and and put out a movie that comes out in theaters that makes a billion dollars or whatever. And you can't do that by requiring watchers to have consumed all of the ancillary media. My mom is not going to read the Dr. Afra comic. You don't think I, I mean, maybe she would, I don't think she would. Um, but like, would your mom read any comic? If you're like, Hey mom, I think you would like this comic. (gasps) Has my mom read any comic that I've put in her hands? I think no. no. I don't think my mom would read I f- comics. I feel I like your mom and my mom are very similar in like this, the content they would consume, though. And I feel like I know my mom would read com- only read comics because I left comics lying around. I don't think my mom would read comics unless she had your mom to be like, hey, I like this. Like, if okay. I tell my mom to read a comic, I don't think she'd be into it. But if someone that that she sees as a peer is like, hey, this is good content, maybe she'd be interested. But I don't think so. So you're telling me that we got to I got to arrange. We got to make mom. our mom's friends. We got to make that. Yeah, we got to make our mom's play date. Yeah, we got to arrange play dates for our mothers. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of my love mom, this idea. I do think our moms would get along too. Yeah, my mom loved. So I, this is not Star Wars related, but it's fine. I w- I read comics all the time in high school, and yeah. I would go and I'd buy them. And you know, anyone who's a comic book reader knows that like you read them, and then you're like, I don't know what to do with this. It's just here now. Um, yeah. So I'd leave it around the house because I'm a teenager. Um, and my mom, instead of being like, why are these around the house? She'd pick them up and she started reading them. Oh. Um, and to the point where she started asking me to go, like, because comics all have ads inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, com- yeah. Uh-huh. She would tell me next You've time I went. about this. She was like, go buy this one. I want to read this one. And she told me to go buy Nova. I remember when the new Nova series was coming out, like 2008 or something. She was like, I want to read this one. This one looks so cool. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get Nova for you. And she loved Nova. Oh, I love that. Um, but she loved Guardians of the Galaxy. She loved Wolverine. She loved Thor. All that stuff before any of those movies came out. She was like a, a big fan. Um, obviously, she has a uh, soft spot for the cosmic. But um, yeah, clearly. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, uh, I know your mom is a Star Trek fan primarily. So uh, yeah, she she was she grew up a Star Trek fan as well. But she's she watches all of this stuff. I think. One of her favorite now currently is Doctor Strange. She loves Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange rules. Um, uh, yeah, my mom, it's weird because, like, when I was a kid growing up and I started getting really into fiction and fantasy and sci-fi in particular, mm-hmm. my mom was, like, 90% of what my mom was reading was, like, Nora Roberts and J.D. Robb stuff, which is, like mostly mystery romance stories right um and i was able to get her like i would read stuff and put it in her hands and she'd read it but that was few and far between i couldn't really pull her into like the bigger star wars umbrella necessarily i wasn't reading i don't think i really started reading comics until i knew you if i'm being honest 
Um, which meant like I was graduated high school. Like I was a I was. A, yeah. I don't want to say a grown man, but like I was like 1920 when I met you. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like my mom got really into like YA fantasy. We read Harry Potter and we read Lemony Snicket and we read Hunger Games and we okay. read like a lot of that stuff. And I think she primarily read that stuff because we as kids were reading that. Yeah. Um, but I think as I as I grew older, she sort of fell off of keeping up with the things that we were interested in. Right. And so she knew that I was in a Star Wars, like she worked at Blockbuster when the prequels were coming out and bought me posters and brought cool. movies home and did that whole thing. But um, we weren't engaging with the fandom together in any sort of way. Okay. Like it was always something that I was like taking to school with me or was like what me and the other kids in the neighborhood were excited about. Right. Um. So it always yeah. it always sort of felt different. I just you know. So anyway, when I think I feel about, like your mom would read a Doctor Afra book if you placed it in her hand and said, "Hey, mom, you have to read this book." If I if I made a good case for it, yeah, probably. Especially because a comic is way easier to get into than a yeah. novel. Um. Yeah, yeah. So that's always been sort of my engagement for me. And when I think about like what the average community or fan space is aware of. I think about like, would my mom know about this? Yeah. Like at the end of solo, did your mom go, what did I, did I like, why is mall here? Like who's the, I guess he's back. Yeah. Uh, mall knew that mom knew that mall was back because I was watching clone wars. And okay. So she watched it with you. To her. So like, but that's yeah, the there's, other thing there's a lot of like these, stuff she saw because I watched while I was at her house. That's the other thing with these hierarchy of canon is you it's you really shouldn't expect someone to have watched a lower tier of canon to understand yes. your higher tier of canon, can, which is can I yeah. drag this even further? Um, I didn't know if I was going to share this in this episode or not. Um, I, because we started recording much later than I expected today. Yeah. Uh, I fell down a rabbit hole of watching stuff on StarWarsKids.com. Yes. And one of the things that I watched, they have a bunch of different series, uh, that are following, um, there's Galaxy of Creatures, which is, uh, following... A droid named SFR3, uh, or RE, like Safari, uh -huh. um, f uh, exploring different creatures in the galaxy. There's also, um, Galaxy of, is it called Galaxy of Pals? Let me look. Uh, it's called Galactic Pals, uh, where you have a character named Miri, who is the, like, I don't want to say babysitter, but is, like, responsible for keeping track of, like, what's going on with, uh, she's, like, taking care of a bunch of children from different species. Like, not even younglings. Like, little, little. It's preschool age kind of stuff. And it's okay. like, oh, here's how Wookiees deal with anger. And here's, you know, whatever. Like, Jawas are collectors. And so things go missing around them. Um... There's also uh, Galaxy of Adventures, which has like a handful of videos 
that are all about different specific characters. And most of these videos are um, highlights of things that this particular character has done over the course of the movies they've appeared in. But I watched a bunch of them today, and the one I'm sharing with you is the Jabba the Hutt video. Because this Jabba the Hutt video does something that I don't think plays with canon, but also really delights me and I will think about every time I watch Return of the Jedi from now on. Where it it starts the video, they're like a minute long, it starts Uh the video with... C-3PO and R2-D2 approaching Jabba's palace. Apparently it's like right before the Return of the Jedi scene where C-3PO turns to R2 and is like, if you knew the things I had heard about Jabba the Hutt, and then it cuts and then it has a sequence of Jabba. Like someone is showing up at Jabba's palace. There's like a party going on. This guy is, um, what is his species? He's, uh, not a yeah he's an aqualish shows up and aqualish for the for the listeners because i've talked about this on the podcast before where i hate when someone just says oh yeah he's a blah 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 um aqualishes are the like little butt chin guys that um threaten luke in the yeah uh, obi-wan cuts the arm off the one in yeah the the cantina in moss eisley in new hope yeah um the the Oculus shows up and has like a conversation with Jabba and Jabba like hits the button and he like gets dropped into the Rancor pit and there's the implication. We get the Rancor roaring at the Oculus, we get the Oculus scared and we cut away, and my my belief is that that guy's dead. Right. Um even though this is for children. It doesn't matter. We cut away. And we get this really like red tinted Jabba laughing, wahahaha. And then we cut back to uh, to R two and C three PO outside, where he's like, "Well, no one answered. Time to go." And then the door opens, and you hear Jabba laughing, and R two goes through the door immediately. And I will forever. I will forever think about this when I watch Return of the Jedi, where C-3PO is like, oh, the stories I've heard, and this is the story he heard about this guy that Jabba murdered for no reason. Yeah, I like that. And it's fun, and none of the other ones do it. Also, the Galaxy of Adventure ones that are specifically labeled Galaxy of Adventure are narrated by Dante Bosco, who is the voice of Zuko in Avatar The Last Airbender, for anyone who watched that. And it's like one line. There's like the Leia and and Han Solo one where he's like, in the Galaxy of Adventures, love conquers all. Like, that's it. That's the only thing he says. But... It's just like, I know you, and I like you, and I appreciate the work you do, Dante Bosco. Okay. So they're fun. I fell down this rabbit hole, Tim. They're for children. Like, children, children. The only one that I think is... Well, actually, I've watched the Jedi Temple Challenge. I have um, not watched the Jedi Temple Challenge. I watched that when that was... Because it was on YouTube first. Okay. Um, because it was Ahmed Best. He's, uh, yeah. he's a Jedi, in that, and it's apparently technically canon. Well, I, um, yeah, I pulled but it's one of up. those like hidden temple shows. Yeah, I pulled um, this up because uh, Ashley Eckstein has a new right Star Wars. That's kids the one show. that I think is the coolest one. The Mindful yeah. Matters. Mindful uh, Matters is teaching good. kids I to be mindful. To a couple of them, uh, which is awesome. It's about and centering yourself. It's about meditation. It's about 
recognizing the feelings you have and and overcoming them in a mental real way. health for kids. Like I don't yeah, know if there are many other sh- shows out there doing that. I feel like no, Mister no, Rogers was that for my generation. Um, I can't think of anything that's doing it for this age group in this direct yeah. way, right? Like there are shows that I think do tackle these concepts, but not not for preschool children. But also, right. like I don't watch a lot of content for preschool children. Yeah. I would say that, like, I'm rewatching episodes of Steven Universe right now. And I think yeah. Steven Universe gets there, but it's also, it's again, it's for an older audience than this is. So right. Mindful Matters has been very cute. I think the first episode just launched on Star Wars Day on May the 4th. So they have, like, six or seven of them available yeah. on the YouTube channel and on StarWarsKids.com right now. But they're cute. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Always down for more Star Wars stuff like this. So, yeah. So, anyway, the the point we're getting at is don't expect people to watch the lower tier canon no. to make your story in higher tier canon. Uh, <laughs> obviously, that's what we're talking about. The reason, oh, the thing I was about to say uh-huh. on that note yeah. was um, I'm worried that Ahsoka will do that. I'm hoping oh, that it's going to require people to have seen Rebels because it really feels like season five of rebels yeah uh and i'm gonna love that but will the general you know um yeah i don't don't know i mean like we'll know more when we have a trailer but we'll know more when we have a trailer but also i think not probably because mandalorian did nothing to explain bo katan uh, she, I mean, she just, talks about it, but I mean, yeah, that's just Bo-Katan. I feel like every character in Ahsoka history. that we know about sure. is going to be like even Thrawn. Like they didn't really do yeah, anything. Yeah, Thrawn's going to need work. Yeah, that's a lot of setting up. But anyway, and she already has mentioned that in Mandalorian, right? So, uh, but we have Sabine. Yeah. We have Chopper. We we know we have Hera. We have the Ghost. Uh, a live action ghost. ghost, dude. We have oh a live my goodness! Ghost. Wait, I just saw. I saw a kid speaking of Star Wars kids content. I just saw a clip recently. Maybe I'll share it. Uh, where Hera and Han Solo in the Falcon are meeting on at some rebel base or something. And Hera makes Han tell her that the ghost is a superior ship <laughs> before she delivers information. And I'm like, Mwah, this delights me. That's great. It makes me so happy. It is a better ship, right? It is a it it's is a, a better much better ship. ship. Um, it's I, got a I read removable a thing shuttle. recently about like, oh, if if Luke wasn't part of this story, what would happen? And I was and, and the commenter was like, Hera could have done the shit that Luke did in New Hope. Like she could have done wasn't that there, though, was she? shot. Apparently not. I so don't know. Then she's she's got a whole battalion then. to deal with, Tim. Right, but the question was, what happens if Luke's not there? Then she's Yavin not gets there. Blown she up. wasn't there. She You're wasn't right. there. So um, she could have been there, but she wasn't. They could have when the when the rebels needed her most. <laughs> Where the hell was she? I also I think Wedge Antilles could have taken another run and made that. No, shot. he said sorry. No, remember because no, no, he couldn't. 
He couldn't have made another run because they were literally about to blow up Yavin. I know. I timid. No, come on. Don't, don't, don't do this. I will not diminish. You not? I'm not going to let you Luke record Skywalker's yourself being wrong destiny. on a podcast. Imagine us not checking our facts all the time on this podcast. Oh yeah, because we're the most thing. accurate Star Wars podcast. Obviously, you've ever heard. we are TM. Yeah. No, TIM. Um, God but, damn um, it! <laughs> no. Um, so yeah. So I think <laughs> the. Um, where was I going with that? But no, I think it's I'm I'm excited about Ahsoka. Um, yeah, I am too. But I agree. With you. I just I've that's my worry. That's my caution. I'm worried. You're, you're worried. You're worried. It's going to be like too exclu- like too ex- not exclusive, but that's going like, to require, require too, much- too much homework. Yeah. Um, which I've already done, but I worry to for the greater. Will my you know, mom enjoy Ahsoka? Yes, but that's just because Rosario Dawson is great. Um, well, you know, like, then that's it. That's all. You know, like <laughs> if if the actors and the writing carry the show, then maybe you don't need the. But how do you, the how do you route. like? What is the definition of writing carrying the show? I don't know. That's that's uh, kind of what I'm getting at. It's I, okay. This is a very weird. Yeah. I recently have been rewatching Jurassic Park movies. Okay. Because I watched Dominion and the Dueling Genre Patreon franchiseography has currently been dropping episodes about Jurassic Park. And the first Jurassic Park movie, without even doing exposition, makes it very clear that there is like history between Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler without ever showing it or ever talking about it. Right. And I think that's how you do good exposition without, like, hammering it into the heads of people. I don't think you need to do... It's difficult when that's not... But the... Or... It'd be like... I'm thinking more like the Blues Brothers, right? We're getting the band back together... You don't need to know sure. what the band was back. Yeah. Okay. I don't think we need to know what happened before if this story is going to be this story. Like, we can understand right. that these folks have history together and have worked together before and are familiar, but they're doing something unrelated to what they've done before. But they're not. Um, they're not doing But they're not unrelated. because it's Ezra. It's literally Ezra and um, Tron and, yeah. But, like, yeah, I think if you're... If Ezra is in Ahsoka, I think you need some Rebels history or you need to talk about Ezra in the show. Um, Otherwise, you could go the Obi-Wan Kenobi route and have a recap before episode one that is just Rebels content. Right, but remember that's not... Remember that Obi-Wan's doing a different thing, right? It's taking from a higher canon... You're right. You are correct. Okay, we do. If we do have to consider higher, lower, because that's what I think is more people. Because remember, more people are going to have more people are coming from the movies to Obi Wan than will come from Rebels to Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Correct. Huh. Um. So how do you? How yeah. More people will know. More people will know Ahsoka from Mandalorian 
then we'll know her from the Clone Wars. I'll bet yeah, you. Yeah, but Mandalorian, if you that, Mandalorian chose to reference Thrawn knowing that not everyone was going to know Thrawn. So maybe right, they but Mandalorian care. is not, cons- the show Mandalorian is not concerned with Thrawn, so it doesn't really matter. Hmm. Yeah, I'm um, so I'm so curious how they do this, Tim. Yeah, um, this is fascinating to me as someone who is like plugged into how communities deal with right fan lore and shit. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting because you get you gotta assume, like we said, more people have seen you know kind of down that hierarchy, with exceptions, of course. But yeah, as a general, yeah, rule. my mom does know who Thrawn is. Yeah, I guess this is the episode about Gary's mom. Yeah. Uh, but like that's she's always my touchstone. Yeah. For like how fandom is doing right. is like does my mom know about this? And the answer is no, no. My mom has no idea who any of these people are. Right. I think she'll watch Ahsoka because Ahsoka showed up in Mandalorian, and like I'll be the one being like, you should watch these episodes, or right. this is what's important about this guy. Yeah. Or, hey, this book came out before I was born, and he's gonna show up in this content. Yeah. Yeah, and my yeah. mom's not good at, at, for that because she's she may I, she may still need me to like explain certain things, but she'll still be like, oh, that's the guy, that's the guy. Yeah. Like, or that's the person from the whatever. But yeah. No, it's dope. This is why um, I want your mom and my mom to be friends because like, yeah, they could they could help each other out a little bit. Yeah. No, your mom can help my mom out. This is a self-indulgent thing. I want my mom to know more about fandom. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I think that's a that's a pretty sizable Bantha episode we've we've gone uh, on. I think so too. Let me um, look and see. Was there anything else? Oh, uh, we didn't talk about it, and I it's been in the back of my mind for the, since we moved on from the topic. But um, in the Lego Summer series. Yeah, uh, we have a new song from uh, the favorite Star Wars. Yo, uh, did we even talk about this trailer? We we talked a little bit about it, but the song is Weird Al Yankovic. It's uh, Weird Al Yankovic. It's his third Star Wars song, which is awesome. Um, yeah, I'm so hyped. It's he's he's uh, the goal is to get him to write more songs about Star Wars than he's written about food. Um, which might be God. Difficult. How many food songs do you? He's think got he's a lot done? of food songs. Um, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, we got a lot. Of, we got a lot of them. What we, we got, like eat it. We but, got. Um, we got uh, living in the fridge. We got. Uh, yeah, we got so many food songs. Um, um, but now, now, I'd even joining, throw joining the ranks. Grapefruit of diet. the saga begins, and and Yoda. Is that what that song is called? What's that yeah. song called? It's Y-O-D-A just called Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. And now, now we have. Uh, I wrote it down. You did write Safari it down. Safari Beach. Uh, no, Scarif Beach Party. Why did I say Safari? It's Scarif Beach Party. After the um. By Weird Al as the character Vic Vanko. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, it's named after Scarif, named after the director of Rogue One, Scarif Edwards. <laughs> um, did you know that's actually where it came from? I... He, okay. he ordered his coffee 
from uh, Starbucks and they wrote his name wrong? No. And so they named it Scarif. That's what he said, at least in a talk. But instead of you know, Gareth. he I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he has I'm pretty sure he's got a cameo in Last Jedi. Yeah, he does. He's right next to the salt guy. Yeah, he's right next to the salt. Right yeah. next to him. So the guy that's like right next to him. salt. Uh, and then Ryan Johnson's in Rogue One as well. Oh, that's good. I love uh, that. He's in the he's one of the dudes that covers his face when the Death Star beam. Um, Way unrelated. Yeah. But they announced that the Knives Out sequel is called Glass Onion. Yes, they did. I'm excited for more uh, Ryan Johnson. Oh, we uh, it, there's not there's not much news here. I mean, you just did a Knives Out news, so we're we're on we're dragging the we're dragging the bottom the, of the I'm barrel. Just pulling at this point. Uh not much news here, but um, Taika Waititi Star Wars thing absolutely definitely happening. Yep. Or so it seems. I mean, he like, also said that it still... will not be about Chewbacca's grandmother, which is disappointing to me. Yeah, come um, on. What's he, why don't you like? Yeah, Chewbacca? he no. said. My my feeling is that this news is like no cameos. Like we're not gonna. He said. Well, that, that's what he said. I mean, if you read the actual article, he's like, "I'm doing a new story. It's not going to be related to anything else. It's just a new." Which is what we always say we want. But then yeah. he had to go and say, "I don't think people would find a story about Chewbacca's grandmother all that interesting." And I'm like, "I would definitely like a story about Chewbacca." I would definitely find it interesting, but I think. Um, I think what he means by that is that, like, in the Rogue One, like, I didn't need Dr. Evazan to be on. No, yeah. I, I mean, I know what he means. I know what he's saying. But, the but fact also, that he give dropped me Chewbacca's in, grandmother, please. Right. Yes, of course, I want that. Like, yes, I would find that interesting. Especially yeah. since she'd be probably alive during the High Republic. Since it's 200 years and oh, he's absolutely. already. absolutely. Yeah. Um. When so, do I get Yoda and... Oh, no, I don't. Sorry, this yeah, is a bad... Good, good relations with the Wookiee he has. Um, I was about to... Like, because Yoda and Chewbacca meet in a... Is it Attack mm, of the Cones or Revenge uh, of the Sith? Of the Sith. One of those movies. Miss him, he will. And I... Like, Yoda could have known baby... Yoda probably knew baby Chewbacca. Right. And that hurts a little bit. I don't know how I feel about that. Why? Because they both feel like old I mean, men, I, I, and then you realize the time. Because Yoda's too old. I don't want any more thousand-year-old characters in Star Wars. He's not a thousand years. He's 800, 900 years old. He's yeah. almost a thousand. I yeah. think if we're going to get other what characters about, that like, live like that, like, I don't need every Maz story. I don't need every Maz story. What if Maz is only, like, 40 years old? She's just super pruny. No, no, it's. I think Force Awakens establishes that she's a thousand years old. Oh, well, that's what she, what she says so that people come to her bar. Maybe. Um, I what think about people if, like, would we have know thousands... that she hasn't been there that long. No, they're all drunk. Um, <laughs> what about if we get more? They're more like the Bendu. I like, like the Bendu. The I like Bendu's... the Bendu too. Okay. If we're going to get ancient characters, yeah, give me more characters like the Bendu. Yeah. I'm really worried, Tim. I'm really worried about this mother character in upcoming High Republic stuff. Because I... 
the what's her face from the Swanteca clan? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I I don't want the mother that exists in Legends. Okay. Because she like bathed herself in the force pool and became a villain and there's Yeah. The whole... I'm sure it'll be different. But I'm sure it'll be different. But also, like, maybe I don't want her to be connected to the Mortis folks at all. Definitely don't. I don't know if I want more Mortis in Star Wars. Like, I... I I will... I want to see the owl in Ahsoka. I... Okay. I will agree with that. That... But, Um, like... I don't need it to be overt. I just would like to see somewhere in the background that cool little owl. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, but yeah. But yeah, like, I, I think if you get too into the weird force stuff, it diminishes the weird force stuff. Right. Okay, I think I'm done. I think yeah. I'm actually done this time. It's Let, midnight. We let's, um, yeah, let's wrap this up. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, yeah. This was actually, I really enjoyed this Bantha episode. Yeah, um, I we had more to talk about. Well, this is what happens. I'm yeah. like, I don't have shit to talk about. And then we talk for two hours. Yeah. Um, check us out on the Patreon uh, at com. You can sign up there. You can sign up in the link in the description. Um, Please do that because I'm pretty sure Tim and I are going to have a Kenobi episode happening that's over there. right. Before our next episode drops. I don't know what our next deep dive is yet, but... We'll probably do Kenobi first. We're gonna so yeah. keep an eye on we're the gonna, Patreon. We're gonna do our Kenobi recap uh on the Patreon exclusive. Uh yeah. so don't wanna hear all y'all asking us what we thought about Obi Wan. Tim, we need to wrap up so that I can watch Obi Wan right now. <laughs> uh yeah, that's right. Um it just dropped. So um <laughs> Yeah, so we'll I'm talk kidding, about the I'm whole, sorry, not but... just the, um, well, you're the one that was dragging on about Knives Out. Uh, I... No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I like Ryan Johnson. It was, a t- it was like one statement about Knives Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will never stop sipping. Yeah, no, I love, I love Ryan Johnson. Um, but no, anyway, uh, so yeah, so um, check us out on the Patreon, check us out on Discord. We are talking anytime there's new Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um, at New, New Republic Archives uh, on the Discord. Um, and if yeah. you consume stuff that Tim and I don't talk about, I particularly want you to join the Discord. Please, someone who is reading the comics actively, come talk to us. Yes, that would be very nice. I would love um, that. I need more insight i don't have enough hours in the day to consume everything but if someone could condense it for me i'd be delighted because uh the crimson rain stuff sounds great uh the war the bounty hunter stuff was really supposed to be really good obi-wan and anakin is happening right now yeah there's a lot of good content please so come and then yeah um yeah, so check us out on all that um, at NR Archives Pod on Twitter, yep. at New Republic Archives on Instagram, um, yep. and uh, yeah, we will um, be back in two weeks for another deep dive episode. Um, we have not decided yet on what that will be, but it will be here in two we should, weeks. We should, do that. we should figure that out tonight. Not tonight. Okay. Tomorrow, Tomorrow night. night. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
but yeah, so we'll talk about all that uh, then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, until next time, guys, thanks for listening. And remember that if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. can't believe you're gonna try to make me sit here and think of something at 12 no, in the morning I, yeah no i i made a joke as a like we should figure this out and then i was like i don't have the i'm not ready for this <laughs> discussion actually it turns out yeah uh yeah i'm gonna go watch kenobi i think i'm gonna upload this and then pass out okay because i gotta be up early for work rip i uh i can start late tomorrow also if i don't need to. to today was a spur of the moment my sister's like hey come hang out with us yeah yeah, yeah. um so that was good but no that's cool okay um let's see uh Hello. so you know you were just mentioning how zoom mm-hmm. used to fuck with your audio yeah i realized that due to a recent edit that I did, uh, my Audacity wasn't set to record my microphone. It was set to record what was coming in through my headphones. Oh. Because uh, I ripped some audio from... What did I rip audio from? I ripped some audio from a video for a baseball podcast, I think. And uh, didn't fix it afterwards, apparently. <laughs> I really appreciated it on our Ewoks episode that you snuck in the Ewoks theme oh, song. Oh yeah, us no, singing. it because we both sang it, and I was like, "Oh, it's so easy to like just put this in here." It was perfect. Yeah, I got I'm multiple comments you, saying they loved it. I'm glad. I'm glad folks appreciated that. <laughs>